Hello, welcome to Nerd Cannon. I'm Beth. I'm Paul. You missed an opportunity to say your Paul. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't make fun of people with speech impediments. Sorry. Um, it's a cartoon thing. Uh, <laughs> this is a podcast where two librarians look at pop culture cornerstones from their childhood and decide if they're good enough to be shared with the next generation of nerds. Paul, do you have a bad synopsis? Yep. Oppressed group of second-class citizens fight for their freedom, even as they are publicly tortured and murdered for laughs. Oh, murdered for laughs. We're talking about Who Framed Roger Rabbit. This was released on June 22nd, 1988. It was directed by Robert Zemeckis, written by Jeffrey Price and Peter S. Seaman. Uh, It Uh stars Bob Hoskins, Christopher Lloyd, and Joanna Cassidy. The Rotten Tomatoes was 97%, and the audience was 85%. Paul, what was your experience? What? What what was the critic score? 97. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Bitches loved it. Yeah. What was your experience as a kid? This movie was, I feel like there was a lot of hype around this movie. And I was trying to figure out why it was. I remember people talking about, oh, it's like cartoon characters, but they interact with the real people. And I was like, but wait, I mean, we had Mary Poppins. Like in what fucking year was Mary Poppins? And I don't know if it was because of the direct interaction between the cartoon characters and the real people. Like, they interact the with direct, the same objects I mean, and stuff. much more real than it looks in Mary Poppins. So maybe yeah, that's yeah. Um, then I was like, maybe I wasn't aware of it as much as a kid, but the Disney and WB characters being in the same movie, I guess, was kind of a big deal. That is, like, yeah. unlikely to happen ever yes. again. Yeah. So... I don't know. I just remember there being a lot of hype around this movie. I am 100% sure that I saw like a TV edited version of it. And I'll tell you what I think was edited out when we get there. Yeah. Um, but I, 100%. And then as I got older, there were so many urban legends around the animation of Jessica Rabbit that that was like a big thing that there was supposedly hidden frames of Jessica rabbit, like nude or something. Oh. <laughs> if you paused it at the right spot, um, or there if you had so the many... laser disc version of it, right. there is or so many something. of that about a lot of things like, Oh, you can see blah, blah, blah. in this hidden thing. And right. So, uh, I remember watching it and enjoying it and not, it wasn't like a big repeat movie for me, but yeah. I I don't know. I enjoyed it. What were your memories? Same. I remember it being a huge deal. And I remember that it was touted as being like really groundbreaking. And so I remember, um, I remember that I agree with you that it wasn't a huge rewatcher. Like I had fond thoughts of it. I definitely had a crush on Jessica Rabbit, like everybody else did. Um, (laughs) And I, you know, like, I very much remembered and was traumatized by the end. So we can talk about that when we get there. Yes. Yep. Because I think so was everybody else. But yep. um, that's what I remember. And I don't remember really rewatching it very much. Do you remember as you were talking and you said Mary Poppins, the movie Cool World popped into my head. Do you remember that movie? No, I don't have any memory so of this. Cool World was a 1992 movie with Gabriel Byrne, Brad Pitt, and Kim Basinger. And it was a similar live action and animated movie. But I think it was like maybe more like racy, PG-13. So it was definitely more racy. There was like, you know, it was more like adult. I would have said it was R. I don't remember it though like that well. Mm -hmm. So I just remember that it was like, quote, sexier. But for some reason, that popped into my head, too. Add it to the Patreon watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I absolutely haven't seen it since 1994, probably. But um, but it just popped into my head. So they didn't make a lot of movies like this. I mean, that's what I, yeah. you know, remember. Speaking um, of our Patreon, you, oh, too, can of. support NerdCanon by going over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash NerdCanon. And I think that's the thing. And, uh, yeah, and yeah, it is. And all the show. cool kids are doing it. And right now, just uh, uploaded recently is uh, our one of our our very first D and D session with some nerd cannon friends. Guys, so. we're playing D and D, and it's so much fun. And my D and D character is an absolute hoot. So you should listen to that. Yes. Um. And Paul's a super good DM. 
So you should only listen one, to that. She only experienced me for one session. So it was it so just... good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have two trivias and a lie. You ready? Yep. Okay. Tim Curry originally auditioned for the role of Judge Doom, but afterward, the producers found him too terrifying. John John Cleese also expressed interest for the role, but was deemed not scary enough. Paul (laughs) Rubens was considered, but was busy with Pee Wee's Playhouse. Oh, no. This is is the worst. Tim Curry was too scary. Paul Rubens was busy with other stuff. John Cleese, not scary enough. John Cleese, not scary enough. So Christopher Lloyd is a pretty perfect casting. He's already part cartoon in real life. <laughs> yes. Oh, and he was in the um he was in that Page Master, right? Page Master. That was a book you have to know that one. That was an animated yeah. movie with Macaulay Culkin at the beginning about the books. Oh, Wasn't he yeah, in it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So good. Anyway, proceed, um, proceed I, with figuring I out think... your true trivia and a lie. I don't have any reference point for this, but I think Beth just wanted to have Tim Curry in this episode, so she put Tim Curry in. But too scary makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I'm going to say Tim Curry. Number one is a fiction. It's true. (sighs) He was too scary. They were like, hell no. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Did you see Christopher (laughs) Lloyd? Because yikes, fucking stripes, fruit stripes gone. Throwback to last episode. Um, The one I made up was Paul Rubens. So he was not... Considered for Doom, but he did, in early screen test versions, he did the voice of Roger Rabbit. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So, and Christopher Lee and Sting were also considered for Judge Doom, but not chosen. (laughs) Did they consider anybody else for Valiant, Eddie Valiant, like Bob Hoskins? I have so many. I have so many. (laughs) Harrison Ford, Too Expensive, Chevy Chase, Bill Murray, Eddie Murphy, Robin Williams, Jack Nicholson. Oh, my god! Eddie Murphy said he regretted it. Yeah. So a couple other people were like, oh, I regret not taking that movie. <laughs> oh, and uh, Terry Gilliam, they wanted to direct it. And he said, absolutely not. And then he regretted not directing it. Yeah. So I have this. <laughs> let me get this uh, link here for you, my friend, because I need you to see this. Let's go ahead and take a little look-see at that. Um, this is based on a book called... <laughs> Who censored Roger Rabbit by Gary K. Wolf? Okay. That cover is very cover. It's very cover, and I will share it on the uh, on the social medias. It is a lot, and honestly, yeah. it feels like they really captured the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay, Price and Seaman wrote a bunch of drafts trying to adapt that thing, and then Disney brought in executive producer Steven Spielberg. Spielberg is the one who convinced Warner Brothers and all the other studios, uh, Disney and Fleischer and Felix and Turner and all the other Universal, all the other studios to, like, lend their characters. There was very specific stipulations on how they mm-hmm. can be portrayed. So, like, that's why, like, Donald Duck and Daffy Duck are together and equally talented and for the equal amount of time. And, like, Mickey and uh, Bugs, they're on for exactly the same amount of screen time. Right, and same right, right, with, right. like, Porky, Porky and um, Tinkerbell at the end. Like, it's huh. exactly the same amount of time. They couldn't, like, make Bugs a bigger character. Like, it was right. all this, like, very finely tuned. So the way that those characters appear in the story was a lot about, like, the way the permission specifically, like, stated it. Jeez. The movie won three Academy Awards for Film Editing, Sound Effects, and Best Visual Effects, and a Special Achievement Academy Award for its animation. This is the first and only time that Warner Brothers and Disney... Probably the only time <laughs> that they've um, yeah. appeared together. Yeah. Until so, Disney buys Warner Brothers, this is right. the only time. Right. Rubber mannequins of Roger Rabbit, Baby Herman, and Tomb Patrol portrayed animated characters during the rehearsals to teach the actors where to look and, like, be able to, like, kind of see. So they're, you know, they, like, literally made, like, rubber ones of them so they could, like, see the size gross. and stuff of them. Super Gross. gross. 
<laughs> Many of the live action props were held by robotic arms or manipulated like strings like marionettes so that like the live action things that that the characters were manipulating like would actually be happening in this space with the live right. action actor. Um, this is also gross. The actor who played, and I have a picture of this. Let me see if I can share this with you. The actor who played the voice of Roger Charles Fleischer insisted on wearing a Roger Rabbit costume on set. It's in the dock. Do you have the dock open? Just oh, scroll yeah. on scroll on down to that bad boy. Oh. That scary. is a grown man wearing a bunny <laughs> suit. Um, so I just needed you to see that because that's uh-huh. buck wild. Um yep. <laughs> I have a lot about like the process of how they did it. So they had to print out like every frame and then they animated on top of it and drew everything over and over again. And so to make sure that the characters weren't like slipping and sliding and kind of being on top of everything, that's why they're always like sitting in a chair and then like dust will come up from the chair. Like they should always be touching something real. So in almost all of the scenes, they're like touching physical stuff that exists. Mm-hmm. Um, the most difficult effect was Jessica's dress in the nightclub It because of the flashy sequins. So this was accomplished by filtering light through a plastic bag scratched with steel wool. There you go. Um, there you go. As one does. Mm-hmm. Bob Hoskins said that for two weeks after seeing the movie, his young son wouldn't talk to him. And when he finally figured it out, his son said, I can't believe you were in a movie with Bugs Bunny. You didn't let me meet him, Dad. that's precious um hoskins also claimed that jessica rabbit wasn't sketched yet when they were like finishing wrapping and so he wasn't sure exactly what she was going to look like so zemeckis was like imagine your ideal sexual fantasy like and he said that his mental image was less risque than what she ended up looking like (laughs) to give jessica's ample bosom an unusual bounce her supervising animator russell hall reverse the natural up-down movements of her breasts as she walked. They bounce up when a real woman's breasts bounce down and vice versa. So there's that. Well, I gotta watch for that, I guess. I know. And then I literally, I was trying to notice my own boobs when I was walking. I'm like, that's so weird. So that's... Batshit. Um, and then my last fact is, although the film's title is a question, no question mark appears in the title because that is considered bad luck in the industry. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. So there's that. I definitely put a question mark in. Yes, you definitely did. And that's bad luck for podcasting. Oops. Oh. Uh, baby no Herman. Mom is only heels. Yep. And straight up. Fuck wearing a dress and heels and hosiery all the time. Man, fuck the 50s. Fuck the 40s. Absolutely not. I barely wear pants. Like, I I cannot. So this whole thing, this whole beginning was meant to, like, call, like, attention to the ultraviolence of, like, all of those yep. old movies. And um, at first it reminded me of the beginning of Mrs. Doubtfire where you're just watching, like, a cartoon. <laughs> you're just watching this other cartoon. <laughs> And then, you know, you hear cut and then the baby has this low voice and Roger didn't do it right. And you like it backs up and you see that they're like filming it. And I was trying so hard to remember how I would have felt like seeing that for the first time. The thing is, you saw the ads, so you knew it was going to be live action people with the cartoons. But like, imagine if you didn't know like how cool that would be like that was a really cool right. like establishing the world shot i thought right i don't know i thought that that first thing was pretty pretty accurate as far as baby escapes go oh yeah that's exactly how babies work that's exactly how that works they climb <laughs> on top of everything and it's also like kittens and dogs like they're just always getting into mm-hmm. trouble mm-hmm and then, like, but then the first thing you see where they're interacting with real life is he's pulling on Raoul's coat. Well, and, and Baby Herman so goes under somebody's skirt. Yes, yes. And like flips it up a little bit or something, and the and the Roger pulling on his on the director's yeah. coat sleeve. Um, yeah. So like immediately you see that, and we find out we're in Hollywood, nineteen forty-seven. Mm-hmm. And did he get one too many refrigerators on his head? No, he's a tune. We can do anything we want. Right. I said, "Oh, good slave labor." 
Oh, yes, exactly. Exactly. Oh, good. Slave labor. And then, you know, Bob Hoskins is going to Valiant, which you got to love. Valiant is going to take photos of Jessica Rabbit, even though he definitely doesn't want to go to Toontown. He's making that very clear. He, He just helps himself right to that drink. Did you notice that? Yes, I did. He's it's a big popping. drink too. You walked right past him, and he pours that thing, and he's just. I was like, "That's ridiculous." He goes, hundred dollars. That's ridiculous." And he says, "So is the job." <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Dumbo on loan from Disney. Yeah. Um. I and then and he, he works he, for Peanuts. He works for Peanuts. Get it? Slave labor. Yep. Uh huh. So then we he like walks out onto the lot and you get to see a bunch of different tunes for the first time. I really like the huffy lady ostrich that walks past him. He's like rude to her and she's like, sir, I never. Yeah. And I just, <laughs> this still looks so good. Like that's it my does. note. Because really you're starting does. to see, you know, the guys playing the saxophone with the Fantasia brew. Like it's just so good. So there's a kid. Oh, the, the guy that's riding the bike, the stork or whatever, that's riding the bike and it crashes. So originally it was just supposed to ride by, but the people, the like effects, the stunt people who are trying to get the bike to go by, they kept crashing it. They couldn't get it to ride (laughs) by with no rider, like the way that they wanted it to look for the distance they wanted it to do. They couldn't do it. So finally they're like, ah, fuck it, crash it. And just have, just draw it as a crash. So I thought that was really funny. It really feels like an integrated, that's a poor choice of words maybe, but an integrated world yeah. in the sense that they're all, it's just a world where these tunes are real and they're part of the world. And I think they did an amazing job of making that interaction and feel it, good. Or like, it still not feel looks good, real. Like, like, yeah. Because when, when you watch Mary Poppins, you know, it doesn't look seamless. This looks seamless. Like, yeah, it's that's great. Bonkers. And they did it without computers. Like, right. that's even more mind-blowing when you think about it. Because if they did it today, they could do so much, you know, right. more probably with computers. And it just is bonkers. He tosses his bills right in the trash. But I read this this 40s vibe is so cool. He hitches a, on the back of the bus and um, he helps that a little trolley. kid hitch. And then he says, thank you. Thanks for the cigarettes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And then he gets his bills out of the mailbox and tosses them right in the trash, which is a vibe that I can relate to. (laughs) Just (laughs) fuck that. Literally, my mailman and I have the same exchange like once a week probably. He'll be like, it's just bills. You don't want them. I'm like, I absolutely don't want them. (laughs) (laughs) So then we're in the bar and we meet Dolores. Paul, do you recognize recognize Dolores? No. No. I recognized her within 15 seconds from a movie that we watched, I think, in our, like, maybe cool. our first season that you never cool. had watched before and I don't think you liked. Um, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Oh. She's Rose right. Lindsay. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. I liked that one a lot. You liked it okay, but you didn't, like, have any nostalgia for it. Um, no. She's yeah. Rose Lindsay and she is the boss and um, I'm yeah. right on top of that, Rose. And she is beautiful yeah. and don't tell mom the babysitter's dead and she is beautiful in this movie. And she's a natural redhead and she dyed her hair brown so as not to compete with the fucking cartoon. <laughs> no way. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. Or so that's Dolores. Poor Dolores. So she looks great and I love her voice. And I'm like, why don't we? Isn't she in more stuff? And then I I gave her a goog and she's actually in a lot of things, but she's not like, I mean, to me, she's like as charming as like a Kate Allen and, um, yeah. you know, and Indiana yeah. Jones and stuff. Like I would, I would like to see her more. Anyway, so that that's Dolores. Karen Allen. <laughs> Karen Allen. Yep. Yeah. Don't bust a button. You only have one. So she gives me camera and the trip to Catalina. And like, I forgot about all this, but then once it was happening, I sort of remembered it more. Yeah. And Toon killed his brother. He gets all pissed off. And I feel like this point was, I was like, whoa, this movie's a lot darker than I remember. Like a cartoon killed his brother. I was like, oh man. And also the delivery of that line is so sincere. Dropped a piano right on his head. Like it's so sincere. (laughs) And she really sells it. And I feel like that's a hard line to walk. And I feel like it does it really well, you know? Well, I mean, part of the problem with this movie, this this movie does a great job of making this seem real. But also, if you this feels like Pokemon felt to me in the sense that 
it all works if you're if you're willing to suspend your disbelief of this it works great yeah. but as soon as you start sort the of feeling back to the layers because you're, you're like, like wait a minute this deep? shit is terrifying yeah like if you, they can't be if, killed they can't be killed they can and if they're living their lives by like cartoon rules they're they're dangerous like <laughs> to actual people <laughs> right if they could just be like i drop an anvil on somebody's head for like for any you know out of their pocket they or would whatever. be the master race like because <laughs> humans are so frail like right. they would absolutely Jeez. enslave us like yes i mean the decepticons the fucking <laughs> snidely whiplash guy from captain planet like are you kidding like <laughs> yeah yeah this is terrifying but yeah. instead, we go to a club, and they're second-class yep. citizens, and we go to a club, and, and the are. penguin the penguin waiters um, from Mary Poppins right. are there. Right. And Daffy and Donald are playing, and there's an octopus He gets a drink. He gets a drink on the rocks, and there's a little rock in it. And I was and really hoping it. there was going to be more puns. Yeah, he like, says it. I made ice! And he still gets the rest <laughs> fucking tunes. He's so mad. <laughs> There's a cattle call at the beginning with a bunch of cows lined up for the cattle call. Yeah. He's like, oh, I hope there's there wasn't enough. They could have done so many more cool puns. And, yeah. So Betty Boop shows up and he's really sweet with her. And I and you're wondering if you're me and you don't remember the movie, you're like, oh, like he said he hates tunes, but now he's being really nice to her. You realize that he used to be into them, but then yeah. you know, yeah. the murder. But um, but Betty Boop's there and she's real cute. And then Jessica Rabbit comes out and her sparkly dress. Like yep. and then my favorite is he's all looking at her and he goes, She's married to Roger Rabbit. And just or and Betty Boop goes, yeah, what a lucky girl. Yeah. <laughs> and then Betty Boop reaches over and closes his mouth. Closes his mouth. Yeah. And that moment, like her tiny little like white animated hand, um, and like the noise that it makes, yep. like I yep. that I remembered it, and it still is good. Um, her dress is like sheer, and you could see it. I was like, that is super cool. And now we know, I guess it was plastic bag. Yep most beautiful thing i've ever seen american beauty <laughs> so and i wrote i remember being bob hoskins in this moment as a kid my reaction to jessica rabbit was exactly bob hoskins reaction uh-huh. to jessica rabbit like yep. some other men do um holy balls she's uh she's a whole lot <laughs> yeah those proportions she's are a whole lot those they're in they're bold. <laughs> um, the uh, the voice obviously it's Kathleen Turner, but did you know Kathleen Turner is not credited for some reason? And I couldn't find a solid reason as to why, other than that she did it sitting down. She was nine months pregnant, and she was like, "Fuck it, I could do this sitting down. Like this is not a big deal." Wow. And then she like had her baby, huh. and the singing voice is Steven Spielberg's wife at the time, who was also in Carrie. She was Sue Snell in Carrie. So that's funny. But Jessica Rabbit, whole lot. And then there's Jessica a whole ass, there's a whole titty close up. We just there's just one oh, part yeah. where it's just just the boobs. But even like, oh man, she does the like the handkerchief where she's flirting with Acme and she takes the handkerchief and she like polishes mm-hmm. his head. It's so well done. Like, it, it looks so, so well real. Oh, my gosh. And then, you know, he meets Acme. Acme annoys him. And then you, we, obviously, the scandalous patty cake playing. Paul. Patty cake. Oh, what my God. What would you do? What would you do? I don't know. If it was Jessica Rabbit? <laughs> <laughs> if your wife was playing patty cake with Marvin Acme. Because <laughs> Roger Rabbit's real mad about it. Uh-huh. As a little kid, that went whoosh, right over my head. <laughs> yep, yep, absolutely. She's the cream in my coffee. Well, you better start br- drinking it black because Acme's taking the cream now, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Maroon, this is a children's oh film. Yep. Can two drink Maroon. alcohol? I wrote Jeez. question mark, and then he drank yeah. it, and he did the thing, it's and like I went, "Well, I guess thing. there's my answer." <laughs> yeah, it was a whole thing, and comes back later too. Yeah, it sure does. 
So Jessica's the one for me, the only one for me or whatever. And then he leaves a, a, you know, a Roger Rabbit shaped hole in the window, which is perfect. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And then he's, we cut to him crying, looking at pictures of them. And he does the weird rolled pee thing, which he does all the time. <laughs> oh yeah 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 Thank, that was perfect by the way good I'm job never doing that again <laughs> <laughs> that's okay it's recorded so we can I'm just loop it so glad that's gonna be and my ringtone for beth now i can't do it i wanted you to say your name you. yeah <laughs> what the fuck um <laughs> But then we go to Valiant's apartment and we see pictures of him and Rose Lindsay or Doreen or Darlene or whatever the fuck. Dor- um, Dolores. <laughs> it's Rose Lindsay in my head. I'm right on top of that, Rose. Yep. Um, she's in the bachelor pad and then we get the, the backstory about the brother. And right. he's acting. He's acting so hard. There's tears in the eyes. Like, I'm teasing, but like also he really does do a good job. <laughs> <laughs> but they were clowns, which no thank you. They were clones. Clowns. Oh, clowns. Right. Ringling Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. So there's a whole lot of these air quote 40s guys in these really high pants and really short ties. Yes. So that's and that's a whole look. It's a look. That's a whole look. I also Um, thought about the really short tie thing. Yeah. I don't quite understand, but... Mm -mm. Um, so then the next morning, Marvin Acme's dead. Everybody thinks he did it. Um, the he rabbit dropped safe- cacked him. Cacked, cacked him. Him. Yeah. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. So we go to the Acme warehouse, and there's portable holes, and they play with all – everyone's just playing with the Acme stuff. And that yes. was cool to I see, too. A 100% wanted a portable hole my entire life. Oh, my God. Totally. Totally. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yep. Didn't and then Judge Doom, be- Doom shows up. Yeah, what the fuck? But wait, didn't you used to be Eddie Valiant? Maybe you should change your name to Jack Daniels. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, he, he's he just very aggressively brother. hostile for no reason. <laughs> but everyone's not, everyone is hostile to him. Like, that is true. Right. No, I'm saying that guy, yeah. that other yeah. cop who is There's like, no reason for that. Hey, drunk. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. We meet Christopher Lloyd as Judge Doom, and I don't like it. No, he's clearly the bad guy. And here's the thing, though. In a world where you coexist with Toons and a lot of your world runs by cartoon law, Roger Rabbit can't take his hand out of the handcuff until it's funny. Like, right. he, like don't you think some would be like, all right, cartoon rules. Judge Doom is probably the evil guy because his name is fucking Judge Doom. Like, what that's cartoon rules. Like, that's cartoon rules. Right. <laughs> that's cartoon rules. <laughs> it absolutely is. Yeah. The whole thing is the hand buzzard and then he's like well what did he say and he's like do i look like a stenographer which i liked (laughs) then we get the weasels we see the weasels for the first time right i'm gonna say a big old no thank you to the straitjacket weasel no thank you don't Mm -hmm. like it don't like anything about that um reminds me of in that super scary um buffy episode where there are like very similar goonie characters and straight jackets and i don't like any of it a human has been murdered by a tune like is this really the first time that that's happened because i feel like accidentally (laughs) probably a tune whacks a person like once a month just accidentally gives them a cake with a with a dynamite candle like just accidentally right like <laughs> apparently he's yeah. found a way to kill a tune and we see the dip and then the dip. they just dead ass watch him murder the cutest shoe ever yes. Yes. and i hate it that's what I said. isn't this just murder like there's no due process here there's no right there's not right. even a crime he's just like fuck you cute shoe cute i'm gonna shoe demonstrate was... yeah how my dip works by murdering an innocent bystander like what? I because they're like, not humans. They're not people. That's so fucked up. It is very questionable up. morals. I don't like it. I felt real bad for Cute Shoe, and they all just watched yeah. it. And I feel like my soft ass would be like, "But Cute Shoe, I'll take you home and name you George. I love you so much. What do you eat? <laughs> like, I can't. Yeah. Whatever. It's it's awful. That yeah, this is, that scene was like 
that's another one that stuck with me. And I was like, whoa, what's happening here? It's dark. I don't like it. And then he's got that glove. And you're like, there is nothing good that comes from gloves like that. Like, nothing Mm-mm. is good about it. Mm-mm. So then we're in the hallway and baby Herman's back and he's got like a lady servant and he's playing the ponies. He says he has a 50 year old lust and a three year old dinky. He sure does. He does say that. He says dinky. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. That's a hard position to be in. Baby Herman's first name is literally just baby. Like they call him baby for his first name. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> ridiculous he was supposed to leave toontown to the tunes roger ever didn't do it he was killed with no will and then he he sees the will and the pictures it's in the picture with his yep. fucking bourbon glass or whatever the fuck yep i always thought murphy beds were really cool i i also think they're pretty cool i've never been in one i don't know if they're actually comfortable but i always thought it was cool i don't want my bed to go away though ever so i'm not sure if i I, I want to think I can get back into it at any point. <laughs> and then Roger Rabbit's in his bed, speaking of Murphy beds. And he, he goes, he's trying to, he asks everywhere to see if anyone knows where he lives. And the only person that knows is the liquor store <laughs> guy, which I thought was pretty good. Yeah. So I went to the club and I wrote her a love letter. Then he tries to leave and he goes to the closet. And then now we're cuffed together and the weasels are coming. So they mm-hmm. have real guns, the weasels. They definitely do. So they have cartoon knives, but real guns. So, but like, why do they have the real gun? That's only for Valiant, right? Because it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop Roger Rabbit. Like, right. I don't understand those rules. Um, So he's washing laundry and the rabbits in the sink. And then don't laugh too hard because you're going to die. How come there are they the only ones that are going to laugh so hard that they die? I guess so. Because they're weasels or something. Is that like a genetic trait of cartoon weasels? Yeah, weasels. They're not hyenas. Right. Well, the hyenas were dead first. Sure. Stupid. That was his first group of. of, uh, Right. Because they laughed too hard. Stupid. I guess so. Yeah. And then. Dolores, and then that's where we get that you could have taken your hand out of the cuffs at any time, and he said only when it yep. was funny. Yep. <laughs> Is that a rabbit in your pocket? You're just happy to see me, right? Uh, my mm-hmm. uncle, my uncle Thumper had a problem with his probate. Oh <laughs> <laughs> fuck! I wrote that too. Maroon asked Acme to get to Toontown. Here's the thing: if you would have asked me if I remembered the plot of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, I would have said nope. plot question mark. There's a shit ton going on there here. Is. And I barely followed it. Yes. And I'm taking copious notes. So I'm just going to throw that out there. Maybe that makes me dumb. There's a lot of espionage going on here. There is. One of the things I wrote at the end of this was, wow, they like tied everything back up together. They didn't even ignore anything. The will comes back. All of it comes back. All of it comes back. And they, every bit of it. Disappearing ink, every bit of it. But it doesn't make any sense. No. It's all tied up. It's it's great. It's it's all linked together and they tied everything up and it's all storyboarded out and whatever. But like Judge Doom's motivation for this whole convoluted thing is really fucked up. It's like it's and then we're supposed to I mean, this is jumping ahead, but like, do you get the impression that this place, wherever they are, is not connected to reality? Like that they're like a freeway to where like other places that are like it's just this right. weird, like oh we're the only place that has tunes and toontown like disconnected our reality like, from they're the world like or something adjacent like, to toontown is everyone adjacent to toontown or is toontown <laughs> yeah. like a suburb of la like i don't, I don't understand I mean, the geography of this world yeah no the whole thing is really messed up and the, like his motivate judge doom's motivation for like destroying toontown I, to build a freeway so he can have like convenience stores it's just a, a lot that doesn't really make sense but it's fun i mean yeah I guess. no none of that <laughs> in a dark way um well my next scene is haskins with no shirt on and i don't want to body mm-hmm. shame but like it's a lot it's a lot <laughs> um, he's got a tie which obviously you would just be wearing your too short tie yep. and no shirt. Right. What? Yep. Uh, Kathleen Turner, hey girl, I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. Um, yeah. Why? It's She's a sexy cartoon and it's uncomfortable, right? Like it's uncomfortable. <laughs> he literally hits his head on the bottom of her boobs. 
Yeah. Like he stands up. And then up. they go, mom, mom, Yep. Was this a sexual awakening for you? Like you're letting me talk about it. I mean. Oh, 100%. Like, you know, yeah, yes. I'm with you. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. It's concerning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, I mean, it's not like the time that like half of us wanted to make out with like Robin Hood the Fox, but like, oh, it's, well, yeah, well, that's the thing, too. I mean, it's not our fault. They did it to us. Like it was done right. to us. It was and this was done to us. Like, I, I believe we had this conversation. We talked about the Thundercats as well. Oh, yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. I don't want to wait for my life to be like, I don't know. I don't know why it was my like teen sexual wake up, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I wrote this. He accidentally bumps her boobs. And then she blows a kiss and it like flutters across the room like a butterfly and it smacks uh-huh. onto him, which I like. Dolores is so cute then? and she's uh-huh. so mad. She is very mad. Here's the thing. Do you feel like humans bone cartoons in this world? Like I, she's all jealous as though she's somehow a threat because he's lusting after her. Yeah, and I'm like, I, logistically, I guess so. it has to be. How? Logistically, are they two dimensional? No, I... Like. <laughs> I don't know. If you think about it too much, it starts to hurt. Like, you're not meant to, but she acts all offended, like, that he's looking at her. And I'm like, yo, though, like, girlfriend, she's like, I don't know. She's Mm -hmm. not real. It doesn't, I don't know. Um, (laughs) No, she's real, Beth. You're falling into the trap of the propaganda (laughs) that tunes are less than. Okay, she's not less than, but she, like. She she 2D? Like, I don't... No, she's not 2D. Have you seen her? (laughs) (laughs) Paul really wanted to do the thing where he makes the hourglass with his hands. He just barely restrained. It's got to be more than two Ds on there. I'm sorry. (laughs) Holy shit! (laughs) (laughs) And there's the puns we were missing. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, Cloverleaf is going to own Toontown by midnight. He's singing in the bar because a laugh can be a very powerful thing, Paul. It's important mm-hmm. to find the laughter. Do you think Judge Doom is supposed to be who? Well, I'll ask you this: Who do you think they stole his costume design from? Peter Lorre. It's a movie we j- no, we just watched. Oh this yeah, movie. he definitely looks like what's his face in um, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Tote, Tot, whatever his name is, um, Toad, the German Toad, guy. Tot, Toad, He's got Tod. the exact same. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. No, he does. Just... And the gloves and the whole thing and the hat, the mm-hmm. whole thing, the whole thing's bad. Yeah. None of it. He does that terrible chalk squeak. And then does that say five grand? Like he yeah. wants that fucking. <laughs> or $500 maybe. 500. I'm like, I don't know. I wrote, I'm like, there's a five and then there's some scribbling. No yeah. tune can resist. Shave and haircut. Chubis. He's trying so yeah. hard he can't. Um, he cannot chill. <laughs> and he gives the rabbit a drink. I don't want it. I don't. You do. I don't. You do. You don't. I do. And he's like, yeah. that's really pretty ingenious. He saves him and he dumps the dip and they escape. And then all of a sudden we get Benny the car, new character, new best friend introduced yep. halfway through the That's movie. It's a great car chase scene. Yeah. It's great. And the car chase yeah. scene occurs and it's very chasey. So that, yeah, the whole thing. And then, then we get, yeah. And now he tells him the story about how he dropped on the piano and he's so cute. His burning, like, um, little, uh, Little Roger Rabbit in this moment is really sorry and he's really cute and he's like, I'm so mm-hmm. sorry, you know, I'd hate me, whatever. And he's really sweet. I'm sorry I yanked your ears all the times you yanked my ears. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dolores is amazing. Everybody should find she themselves is. a Dolores. She brings him his stuff. She's doing all the things. He says, you ought to when find he yourself explodes, a good man. No, wait, wait, did what? you notice? So Bob Hoskins does the, the reverse psychology thing with the drink to yes. get Roger Rabbit to explode. And just before he explodes, Bob Hoskins, I keep calling him Bob Hoskins, his name is Eddie, Eddie Valiant, yeah. drops below the bar, and Dolores is standing there, and he reaches up and he pulls grabs her down by like, the boobs. By the boobs. Yep. He pulls her down right by the cleave. He's like, lady, get down yep. here. And then um, and then I just feel like after that, she was just like, God damn it, Eddie, why did it have to be my bar? And then yeah. like, like <laughs> You know, we don't see it, but it happened. And she had to fucking, she's just back there fucking sweeping up broken glass. Like, I never get to go on the hijinks. I only have to clean up the mess clean and go up. to the fucking yep. post office. Like, what yeah. the fuck? The whole thing. So, you ought to find yourself a good man. I already have. Um, mm-hmm. That's cute. Maroon 
puts a sneaky gun and is like PJ Bottoms, but it doesn't matter because <laughs> he definitely still gets murder faced. Oh yeah, uh, we're Jeff, meant to believe it's Jessica Rabbit the whole we're time. We're meant to, She's, but what's yeah. really happening is she's knocking out her own husband. <laughs> to keep him safe, right? To keep him Don't safe. You That's do that. what you do. So you keep people who care about you. This is the whole thing. He wanted to blackmail Acme to sell, and if he didn't sell, blah blah blah. And I wrote, This plot is complex. <laughs> yes. It's very complex. Yep. Racist Mexican Indian bullets. Oh yeah, the bullets. I mean, part of that is Yosemite Sam. Right. In general. But yep. the the bullets were bad. It's bad, but it's and... like a minute. So here's the thing. When we see Toontown and they sing that song, I remember that song very much. It, and I watch everything with the closed captions on, as you know now, but at the time I never did. And I smile, darn ya, smile. It's not what I would have guessed the words were. I don't know what I thought they were. Yeah. But smile, darn ya, smile. What? I don't remember Toontown at all, almost. I thought this was the bit that was pulled for the TV version. It doesn't serve much of a purpose. I remember maybe a little bit of Toontown, but the part I d- had no recollection of at all was Lena Hyena. And if that was yeah, supposed to be a character that, that exists, oh my God, I don't remember Lena Hyena at all. And but that there is thing, a character that's sort of like that in other com- other cartoons that yes. her pro- her silhouette is sexy and then she's got, then she's, you know, she's creepy yeah. and she wants a, a man. Like, yeah. there is so much to see. When you first see Toontown, it looks like an acid trip nightmare. Like you're, yes. I'm like concerned. Yes. It could be scary. Like it's fine, but it's a lot. And it's very, very chaotic. And I do like the hummingbirds. Hi, Eddie. Bye, Eddie. Where are you going, Eddie? Like I like the little hummingbirds. <laughs> um, I wrote, I can't even take notes. So much. So period, much There's period. So That's what much I wrote. There's yeah. so much to see. The droopy dog puddle thing. So then we get the Lena Hyena thing. He falls like 20, like two Tweety fucks him over. Um, Mickey <laughs> and Bugs are in here. Like he d- he does the thing where you pull up the road and redirect it, which is pretty good. Yeah. So it's that, clear just, that he knows like some of the rules of Toontown. Like he's, well, because he we know now that he did a lot of Toon right. cases with his brother, so he is very good at manipulating whatever the laws of Toontown are. Like he really does get it. Mm-hmm. He gets it on a deeper level than you. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. No. <laughs> then we find out that you know Jessica hit him. Doom shows up. Everybody's all gonna die. Whatever. Jessica has a great booby trap. As well she has as another a booby pun. trap. Louisa reaches in. Booby and... trap. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and he says something about I don't get it. Why do you like him? And she goes, He makes me laugh. <laughs> He's better than Goofy. He's so much, so much funnier than Goofy. So much funnier than Goofy. <laughs> um, so then we get Benny gets Roger Rabbit and they're coming to try to come to the rescue. And Toontown is like literally just another side of this wall. Okay. Um, the judges <laughs> Cloverleaf. I, like I can't, if you think about it too much, y- no, it's, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you just can't. This is the Acme warehouse again though. Yeah. We're in the Acme warehouse. We're going to dip all, we're just going to murder the whole Toontown. Like that's like, mm-hmm. no one's going to notice. Like that's fine. That's just fine. <laughs> He almost trips on the eyes. Why are the eyes everywhere? Just because somebody fucking knocked him over. Yep. And then I'm like, somebody's like, what the hell is a freeway? And he's like, you lack a vision. Well, that's what made me think that, that little speech made me think like, oh, wait, is this supposed to be a world in which it's just like Toontown and this random 1940s town stuck in their own little bubble universe and they're not connected to anything like they don't know what a oh, freeway is. you went way deeper is. than me. I just think there was a time before. I guess so. It's public. the time period, not the situation. Like, I mean, I am not an expert on the <laughs> vehicular infrastructure of the no, United you're States right. circa I mean, you're the right. 40s. But, I mean, I at some point, cars took over and we started redesigning our cities and suburbs to accommodate cars instead of people. And this might have just been that. I think I prefer my own. Listen, if you think about this way too much, like you get to a point where it like, okay, so somebody's clearly putting tunes like into the military. Like think Who about World War II, except the tunes. The tunes. Yes. 
they're put like tunes have to be part of the military, right? So like, oh, what's right, World War II with tunes? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a scary vision of the world. <laughs> This is like when we yeah. did Captain Planet and we realized that if the one kid wanted to use the heart power, he could take over the whole world and control people's right. minds and shit. Right. I don't think we're meant well, to be thinking about it as deep as we are. Jessica Rabbit says she's drawn that way. She has no control over, like, she can't yeah. change. She can't. It's not hers. Like, she's, right. she can't she's actually a much diet. deeper person. And how old is like, she? Like, she just came right? out. She just was, like, born at that who age. Who drew her? Who drew her? Hasn't yeah, I don't know. God. This is a scary world. God. <laughs> anyway, um they're tied Sabre up Mon? with the 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 quote <laughs> escape proof tune rope that uh Judge Doom mentions just a second of so that he we know that they yeah. can't just pull some tune shit and escape from that. Yep, 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 yep. This hook, yikes, it's time time to kill the rabbit. That's creepy, I hate it. Yep. He finally falls on those eyes he's been tripping on. And mm-hmm. um, then we get to laugh. I forgot this whole thing where he does this whole vaudeville number. Yes, Bob Hoskins comedy yes. song. Yep. <laughs> Bob Hoskins comedy hour. Yep. Oh, man. No, that doesn't rhyme. This does. And then he kicks him in the weasel balls. But should, um, do you think Bob Hoskins does his own flips? Like, it's got to be a stunt person, it right? It has to be a stunt person. <laughs> I'm not trying. Again, I'm not body shaming Bob Hoskins in any way, but he doesn't look like he's got the ability to do backflips, Bob. Me neither. Uh, we were just drawn that way. And I don't think that we should do flips. <laughs> no, thank you. And we saw, we we see Judge Doom being a tune, and Christopher Lloyd's hair is ridiculous. Listen the to hair me. he has. Listen to me. <laughs> I can't. Okay, it's this is where it all comes apart. Okay, <laughs> he gets the glue. He's gonna get rollered. I don't like any of that. I, you, he's a bad guy. Yep. We want him to go, but you don't want to slowly watch someone get rollered to death, and you definitely don't want to hear that sound when we hear the screaming. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't. It's like the the <laughs> lambs screaming in Silence of the Lambs. Like I cannot. And oh, I it has like really stuck with me. And then he I thought they were quiet. Him. It's the silence of the lambs. It's the whole thing is she could hear him screaming, and then that was the silence So then he blows himself back up with his thumb because yeah. fucking tunes. Yeah. And he said, "Remember, ready? When I killed your brother." It's yes. so scary, I can't. It's very scary. Just like this. It's terrible. I hate it so much. And the eyes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. No, thank you. Yes. That's He's scary. terrifying. And then like, the dip is so Judge scary. Doom? All of it. All of it is terrible. It's just, it's bad. The rabbits are imperiled again. They they keep they keep getting like little mini rescues and then getting mm-hmm. screwed over again. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then... He does like the T one thousand cartoon hand with the blade. He's coming after him with it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I don't like any of that. He gets in the dip, and I just he's he's this terrible eye melting thing. I don't like it. I don't like any of it. <laughs> it's too much for me. It's too much for me, dog. Is it too scary it's for the kids? Scary. I don't know. It's too scary for me. And then it's, it's kind of traumatizing. It is. And then she goes, "My hero, my honey buddy." She runs right past him to the rabbit. It's so cute. <laughs> and then the disappearing and reappearing ink, everything is all tied up. Neat as a I'm Buzzer, used to more switch. modern stuff that just like they put things in and then never remember that they had that plot point. Right. And it was a thing. And Every then like plot three point. episodes later, it's gone. The love letter, the all of it, like it all. <laughs> yeah. And he's been carrying it around, like all of it the yep. whole time. It's disappearing ink that we saw him squirt at the club when he first met Acme. Right. Like, like yeah, it's a whole it thing. really is tied up with a tidy bow. It's just you're totally right. Like the more you think about it, you're like this fucking plot is a little bit like his motivation as a character. Right. It could have literally been anything. Mm-hmm. Like it could have been anything. I killed these yeah. two guys just for money or because he was whatever. Like. A freeway? Like, I, I was don't know. never accepted in Toontown because I'm a scary cartoon and nobody likes well, scary cartoons. Like, honestly, I knew he, 
like the minute he shows up, I remembered he was the bad guy, right? And I could did, absolutely did not remember the freeway business. So I was like, <laughs> no. oh, well, he just wants to get rid of all the tunes because he's like a bad guy and he hates the tunes or he was teased as a kid tune or mm-hmm. whatever. And like right. he just wants to get back at him. No, like, he, wants to, he wants to make a freeway. It could have been any of that. It could have been any of that. Uh, How many tunes are out there masquerading as real people? That's a good question. I hate the implications of that. Oh, and there's a point, there's like a throwaway line where he's like, here's the paint that's going to match the paint that was on the rope from the safe that fell on Acme's head that you guys found paint on that thing. And he was like, this paint from this dude that's melted over here. I'm like, I just happened to have this rope in my pocket from the safe where the rope, where the paint. I was like, holy shit, this is way too tidy for this tune movie. It's like a CSI super. It's yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> and then we go back to smile, Darnia, smile. Yeah. Uh, um, and then so that's he all just folks. sprays away the dip by like turning on the fire hydrants for a couple seconds. I didn't think that was all gone. And then I feel like there's like a little pile of dip still around where Christopher Lloyd died. And absolutely, yeah. some of those tunes are standing in it when they do their end little like pan away. It made me nervous. Like, <laughs> too, too close. Too, too. Yeah, watch too out. Too close. Yeah. What about Benny's tires? Watch out, watch out. Yeah. Does Benny Mm -hmm. get his tires back? He he drove through the dip. Oh, well. Yeah, can we We repair him? Can you, well... Ugh, ridiculous. (laughs) He's got, like, bandages on when we see him at the end, don't we? (laughs) Don't get me started uh, on fucking cars and cars, animated cars living in a car. (laughs) Like, I don't understand any of this. No. Does this go in your cannon, Bo? I mean... Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like when you thought about watching it, you were like, sure, absolutely. I'm into it. And then it mm-hmm. was like it held up, but it is creepy. So it's a while off. <laughs> right. It's a while off. It's, it's definitely it, a while off. Here's the other thing. I have a theory that there's a sweet spot of maybe like. 13, 14, when you're not really thinking about this plot motivation or whether uh, yeah, or not yeah. 2D tunes can fuck it. Like, you're not thinking about yeah. any of that stuff. You're just enjoying it for what it is. I think that might be right. a sweet spot because we are overthinking it. I mean, that's also the point of our podcast. But, like, right. I think that without overthinking some of that plot holy stuff, it's super enjoyable beginning to end. Like it really is. And so I don't actually care that that doesn't make any sense for a motivation. Totally agree with you. And Bob Hoskins does say that's as wacky as something only a tune could come up with. Like that's, you know, it doesn't really matter what your motivation is at the end of the day because tunes are weird and they come up with weird shit. Like, I don't know. So yeah, yeah, it does. Is it, is it in yours? Yeah. Same reasons. I, I, I totally agree with you. It's weird, but it's there. It's, it's weird off. that I agree with you. No. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we did that thing. Mm-hmm. I I say, if you haven't watched it in a long time, folks, go back and uh, give a little look-see. Um, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, consider joining us on our Patreon, patreon.com slash We are super fun and cool. And there is a new D&D content for patron, patron peeps. Thanks to Joe Costanza for writing our theme song. If you want more nerdy goodness, find us on all of the social medias at NerdCanon. And uh, we'll see you in two weeks. What's next, Paul? Do you know? Oh, I don't remember. This is it. This is the last episode. Oh, sorry. Bye. Uh, we are going to nope. watch <laughs> uh, The Usual Suspects, Beth. Oh. Oh, it's been a long time since I watched that. Oh, that'll be fun. Okay, yeah. so yeah. we'll see you then, everybody. Yeah. Um, until next time. Keep the nerd alive. You were supposed to say that's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> that's all, folks. I can't do for you, pig. Ha, 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 ha.